grand fanfare welcome to our podcast, Keeping Up With The Windsors, dedicated to the royal family. Each episode will be crammed to the rafters with opinions, news and commentary on the comings and goings of the family of Windsor. With your hosts and royal fangirls, Rachel Andrews and Michelle Thole. So grab yourself a cuppa, straighten up your tiara, shine your knighthood, round up your corgis and and let's keep up with the Windsors. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Keeping Up With The Windsors. My name is Michelle. And I'm Rachel. Hello, coming up in this week's episode, we talk about Charles and Camilla getting COVID. OMG. William's been in Abu Dhabi and Dubai. We've had Catherine talking about a a bedtime story. And we've also had the update, well, the finality of the Prince Andrew scandal coming up all on today's episode. How are you doing, Rach? Yeah, good. I mean, just when we thought it was going to be a bit of a slow news week. (laughs) (laughs) There's never, ever a slow news week. We just want to give a, a real extended thank you to everyone who's um, emailed, DM'd us this week. It's been quite a shocking week in the in the royal uh, community, hasn't it? The monarchy is shook it. <laughs> <laughs> shook it to the core. <laughs> yes, it is. We had a lovely Apple podcast review and I'd love, love share the love, share the love. So thank you so much for going out of your way to give us a review. King's Princess said as a crass American I just love anything to do with the royal family this is such a delightful podcast and I cannot recommend it highly enough thank you for all your work to the royal community oh thank you that was so (laughs) lovely thank you so much and the word crass is quite a negative thing isn't it so I don't think you're a crass American I think you're lovely Um, if you would love to support the podcast, you can do that over on Kofi. You can buy us a coffee over there. You can also find us on Instagram at Keeping Up With The Windsors Pod. We're over on YouTube as well. Search Keeping Up With The Windsors. And just to round it off, you can email us Pod at gmail.com. Thank you so much for being here, Royal Community. Let's move to the Royal Rounder. So both Prince Charles and the Duchess of Cornwall tested positive for COVID. Oh, what a week for them. I mean, Charles has already had COVID, hasn't he, previously? And he had COVID when there wasn't any vaccinations. Like, it was new, wasn't it? Yeah, so they've both been fully vaccinated, but there was some concern as Charles had been in contact with the Queen and Buckingham Palace said that they were monitoring the situation. But all is well, as we saw the Queen in person this week on an engagement, which we'll talk about a bit later. Charles and the Princess Royal are today presenting the Queen's anniversary prizes for higher and further education at St James's Palace. This must be amazing to receive one of these um, anniversary prizes. Yeah, so we're recording this on Thursday the 17th. Um, so at the time of recording, I've seen one video so far of them in St. James's Palace together. Mm. So we'll let you know more next week. So moving from a very uh, joyous occasion into actually an investigation that's being launched by the Met Police into the Cash for Honours scandal involving Prince Charles's Prince's Foundation charity. And we did actually cover this a few months back. I'll pop the um, actual episode in the show notes. Um, Clarence House reiterated that the Prince of Wales had no knowledge of the alleged offers of honours or British citizenship on the basis of donations to his charity. So, yeah, this is 
one of those, isn't it? I think it's got to be an ongoing thing. Bit of a sticky situation. So we'll see with this. The Met's decision to investigate follows its assessment of a letter it received last September relating to media reports that Prince Charles's former valet, Michael Fawcett, allegedly offered to help secure an honour for a Saudi citizen. So, yeah, I mean, to be honest, we possibly could see Charles be interviewed um, in regards to his knowledge of what happened. It's just one of those things where the, the prince's name is on this. So in a way, even though he's the figurehead of this and he does, you know, raise money for them, other people are doing the work on a day to day basis. But still, it lands on Charles to make sure what they're doing is above board. So I think it's one of those that in time we shall see and see what what comes up with the investigation. What do you think, Rach? Yeah, I think, like you said, it's a matter that's been investigated by the police because otherwise they wouldn't be inquiring about this if they didn't have evidence to go on, um, which they obviously have. So and but the thing is, this this story came out the day after the whole Prince Andrew settling case came out so it's been quite a week for the royals hasn't it quite a week let's have some good news rage what's going on with william so last week we spoke about william in abu dhabi in dubai and first he went to the jabal mansgroves which is a nature preserve for marine animals native to abu dhabi which focuses on sustainability and preserving the natural environment and habitat and we then saw him in dubai at expo 2020 which celebrates sustainability, collaboration and innovation. And he met some of the Earthshot Prize winners and finalists and then met a large crowd that had gathered to see him in the UK pavilion on UK National Day. It was massive, this crowd, wasn't it? And the, the, the screams were just like, ah! Yeah, it was like, William, William! <laughs> there was certain, you could see him in the crowd and they was like, he was like, are you from the UK? Are you from the UK? <laughs> Love it. And what was really interesting about this is organisers of the event said William's tour of Expo helped to boost visit numbers by one million. One million. (laughs) Wow. I mean, that is that is the power of the prince, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. And did you also see the photo of him standing in front of the police car, the very flash looking police car? I thought, you know, like when you see these supercars in like um, outside Harrods or somewhere and you've always got somebody like trying to take a picture outside yeah. a supercar. I thought that's what he was doing. And then you said, you know, that's a police car, right? And I was like, what? It looks like a <laughs> Tesla. Like, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, my first thought when I saw this was, oh, boys and their toys. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's all we've heard from the Cambridges this week, as it's the school holidays here in the UK. So they're probably spending time with the children at Anne Hall, or they could have gone away somewhere. We don't know. And we know the last week, Catherine was reading a bedtime story on CBBS, um, and we haven't actually spoke about that. Did you watch it, Rach? I did watch it. Yeah, it was uh, it was quite cute, wasn't it? It was... Um, I felt sometimes you could tell she was reading from a script. Yeah, I thought the exact same thing. There was a bit of a disconnect, wasn't there? Yeah, but overall, it was, you know, it was nice to see her on there. And I liked how she introduced herself as Catherine. She didn't say, oh, I'm the Duchess of Cambridge, you know? Yeah, and also she was like, this is one of my favourite books I've read as a kid. I was like, I've never read, what was it, The Owl Who's Afraid of the Dark? But I've only watched half of it because I couldn't find the full thing. So I'm going to have to watch the full thing because I want to find out what happens to Plop. (laughs) he's afraid of the dark i'm really scared for plop i'm like come on um one thing i would say is um next next time you you see a picture of this have a look on the left hand side of catherine there's a really freaky looking owl 
a stuffed animal and it really freaked me out the <laughs> like well I was walking looking at Catherine I was looking at the stuffed animal kind of like staring at me um and another thing I think I would have liked her to have the book and just to read the book rather than look at the camera and read the auto cue I think for me that's what the disconnect was I wanted it to feel like she was a reading um a story to me if that makes sense yeah but I think if you've seen this before I mean there's so many famous people now that have read the bedtime stories I think one of the most famous was um Tom, Tom Hardy, Hardy. Wasn't it? yeah yeah and um they never actually read from the book yeah it's always I think it's so that the children feel like they're speaking mm. to them it makes it, it makes sense I think I just I kind of wanted it just to be like sat on a chair next to a bed with a book so like it's like oh you know what I mean <laughs> you wanted you wanted her to be reading to Prince Louis didn't you <laughs> yes I did I did and could you imagine like the the way she articulates and the way in which she enunciates her words, I could listen to her voice all day. I'm just mesmerised by how she talks. It's, um, yeah, it's mesmerising to me. Do you like her accent? Yeah, I do like her accent. I think when we first heard her ever speak, um, I think it was probably the engagement, wasn't it? And I remember we were sitting there as a family and I think my dad said, she sounds posher than what William does. <laughs> she does, yeah. She absolutely does. Well, moving on from Catherine, we're heading to the Countess of Wessex. Sophie visited the Shooting Stars Children's Hospice, which supports babies, children and young people living with life-limiting conditions. Sophie, who was patron, attended a Valentine's-themed event. Oh, it was so cute! And there was a, um, a lovely reel on the... On the um, royal family instagram to the beatles song all you need is love it was just so adorable and sophie was using sign language and you know what hats off to the people that work in these hospices because i mean i'd be a crying mess every day right well you know what i'm oh. like i cry every day anyway but you know what i mean <laughs> I, lo I loved this and i think again it's one of those things where it was released a few days after valentine's day i was like oh yeah. come on like yeah get with the like program yeah, it's kind of like they thought it a bit as, as an afterthought. It was like, oh, we need to put something on the socials. Oh, I know. Sophie did that event a few days ago. Yeah. It's like, no, like spread spread it now when all the, all you need is love. It's Valentine's all, Day. Exactly. Know? And I think you made this point actually, Rach, a couple of, um, I think last week, you said, I wish they would post more. And they post at really irregular times. Like mm -hmm. just keep posting. There's nothing wrong with just getting lots of um, content out there. You know, it's not going to dilute anything else from like the Queen. We we love seeing what every member of the family is doing, not just the main players. So that's my two cents. I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> so let's move on to the Queen. And the Queen's green canopy revealed that 60,000 trees have been planted so far for Her Majesty's Jubilee. So come on, Royal Community. It's a Jubilee! <laughs> uh, 60,000. That's absolutely incredible. So come on, Royal Community, plant a tree for the tree, the tree believe. I was going to say tree believe. Plant a tree for Her Majesty's Jubilee. So we saw her a few times this week, haven't we, Rach? Oh, so as we said at the top of the episode, she had an in-person engagement. And again, this was the Majest Her Majesty's quick wit. She's still got it, Shell, hasn't she? Oh, yeah, she's, she's sharp as a tack. So we had a video posted and a photo. So she received Rear Admiral James McLeod, who has stepped down as Defence Services Secretary. And she then received Major General Eldon Miller, into the role and I don't know if you saw this video Shell you've got to have seen this right yes I've seen it I've seen it so she was standing there she's like 
oh, I'm here. <laughs> like, say, Come on, where is everyone? And then, and then the Admiral said, good morning, Your Majesty, how are you? And she replied, as you can see, I can't move. <laughs> Bless her. And then she kind of looked down to her leg, didn't she? She had a, a walking stick. Oh, <laughs> absolutely bless her. And Shell, this actually was um, spotted a few the other day. The walking stick, this is going to check you up, is the same walking stick used by Prince Philip. Oh, no way. <laughs> oh, no. That is so cute. I know, right? And our favourite doggy, who we spoke about last week's episode, Candy, the Admiral said, oh, Candy was keeping guard. She obviously didn't want us to get near you because she was um, growling at them. And the Queen replied, oh, well, she doesn't normally growl. It's like, oh, she's just still got it, hasn't she? Yeah. And, you know, I, I was thinking this the other day, out of how busy her day must be, she still knows, like, when a dog's need to eat and what they tend to do. When, yeah. like, she's so intuitive around, like, to everyone around her. Do you know what I mean? And as we said, she's using a walking stick. She's 95 years old and she's standing there waiting, like, it's okay, ma'am, you can sit down. <laughs> like, yeah. We won't, we won't put anything on. But the thing is, if she wasn't standing up, people would then say, oh, why is she sitting down? This must be something wrong. She can't walk properly. Yeah, I know, I know. So um, did you hear, Rach, that you're the HBO cartoon, The Prince, which we vehemently um, said we'd never got, we're never going to watch. And actually, I just hate the idea of it actually got axed after one series. So doesn't surprise me. Yeah, exactly. We also saw Prince Harry and Princess Eugenie at the Super Bowl this week, which was like surprise. I was so surprised. Yeah, it was a bit unexpected, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. That was so unexpected. It was. I mean, I wonder what they thought of um, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg and that. <laughs> Let's put it this way. I live for a halftime show. I really enjoyed Dr. Dre, Eminem, 50 Cent. It was something different. Yeah. Something that. You know, it was very kind of like, what's the word? Nostalgic. Reminiscent. Of, yeah, nostalgic is exactly the word I need to use here. Nostalgic. I just wonder whether Prince Harry and Princess Eugenie were just popping along as they were going. Do you know what I mean? Unfortunately, we didn't get a shot of them whilst it was being played. But I'm just, I'm just guessing there was nodding. There was a few nods, you know, to it. Nice to see them with their masks on as well. So uh, that was a very surprise uh, visit. And I think as well that um, Jack and August are also in America with Eugenie as well, from what we hear. Um, we also found out this week, right, there's going to be, is this true? Up our dread this is going to be a uh, Platinum Jubilee wine? Is that right? No, you haven't. You haven't dreamt that up. So the Platinum Jubilee Special Edition English Sparkling Wine wow. can be yours, Royal Community, for £39, but only ships to the United Kingdom, Germany, New Zealand and Australia. So Because other places are not celebrating the Platinum Jubilee. You don't get to sell. <laughs> You do not get to celebrate. <laughs> so the wine is a classic blend of Chardonnay, Pinot Noir and Pinot Meunier, made exclusively from fruit grown and hand-picked in vineyards in Kent and West Sussex. That can be yours if you want to celebrate and raise a glass to the Queen on the Platinum Jubilee. Do you think we should buy a bottle whilst we're in our Jubilee weekend and just go crazy in the hotel room? Wah! Oh, that could be our party at the palace drink. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. <laughs> Three cheers for Her Majesty. Hip, hip, hooray! <laughs> so that is our Royal Roundup for this week. Let's move on to the Royal News, which 
we know royal community is gonna be the Prince Andrew civil lawsuit in America. So let's get to it. Right, Rach, we found out on Tuesday that Prince Andrew has reached an out-of-court settlement with Virginia Dufresne and will not face a civil trial. Now, in a letter to US Judge Lewis Kaplan, it said that Prince Andrew intends to make a substantial donation to Miss Dufresne's charity in support of victims' rights. Now, some of the tabloids were saying this this amount is going to be between 10 and 12 million. That's, you know, reported by the press. It's not, we're not going to know it's an undisclosed number. It then goes on to say that Prince Andrew regrets his association with Epstein and commends the bravery of Miss Dufresne and other survivors in standing up for themselves and others. He pledges to demonstrate his regret for his association with Epstein by supporting the fight against the evils of sex trafficking and by supporting its victims. So, yeah, it's um, it's over. But is it? <laughs> Let's put it that way. It's over. But is it? What's, what do you think about this? Are we surprised? Because I'm certainly not. Like we said all along, we, we, we don't think it's going to go to trial. We think it's going to settle out of court. Yeah. You know, Prince Andrew um, has so much more to lose at this point than Virginia Giffray if this did go to trial. It needed to get done before the celebrations of the Platinum Jubilee because you don't want anything overshadowing it. I mean, the only other thing that I know the tabloids keep mentioning is Harry's memoir that's going to be coming out towards the end of the year, which is going to be another, I think, the other big thing that's going to happen this year in terms of shaking the monarchy. I think that's going to be another tectonic plate shift when when it comes out. Yeah, like cataclysmic explosion. Absolutely, yeah, it will. Yeah, and I'm I'm actually probably going to say this to you now, that my guess is that the reason the Queen has said so much about Camilla now is because potentially there could be a lot of damning stuff in the book about Camilla uh, and obviously Charles in particular but we know that from the the Oprah interview so yeah watch this space only time will tell with this but moving back to the court case it's not a surprise it is not a surprise at all apparently there's something like 90% of all civil cases are settled with a, a financial settlement or an injunction of some sort so this was like a high probability this would happen to be honest to clear his name he probably needed to have gone through the deposition stage and now his name isn't cleared it's just settled for them does that make sense mm-hmm. got no closure and there's no justice there there's no justice has been served there's just money changing hands as long as miss Dufrey is happy with that and as long as you know prince andrew is happy with that then i guess that's fine but the as we always say, the court of public opinion are still just as in the dark about whether he is or isn't guilty. But I, what I what I gathered from this letter that was written to Judge Kaplan, um, it was a bit of a PR spin. Yeah, he pledges to demonstrate his regret by supporting the fight against the evils of sex trafficking and by supporting its victims. So to me, I'm reasoning it is that's Andrew's kind of way back in to the public domain of how he's going to, oh, you know, I fully support Virginia. I fully support anyone that's gone through this. And it's like, no, we we don't want you. <laughs> <laughs> Take a step <'Cause>, back. 
just stay in Windsor, stay out of the public eye. In March, we've got the Thanksgiving service for Prince Philip. In June, we've got the big celebrations for the, the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. Are we expected to see Prince Andrew there? I think, to be honest, with everything that's gone on, he probably will be there because it's his dad, it's his mum. But should he be there is another question. What's really interesting, Rach, is I was, as you do as a Royal Community member, you're on Twitter looking at things. And um, somebody said, it's quite interesting to give £12 million to a complete stranger you've never met for something you've never done. And that, for me, I just, I didn't really think of it that way until I heard somebody on Twitter say that. I thought, hang on a sec, that's so true. Like, he has denied it vehemently. Mm-hmm. A- apart from her words against his, there's no real evidence. And it's alleged that she's she doesn't have the original proof of that, photo- that photograph anyway. So that's a lot of money to make this go away. And also, there's no denying that she was trafficked. But as to whether Prince Andrew had any involvement in that, had any sexual relations with her, now we will never know because we will never ever get the the you know the deposition. And I think we I thought it was gonna go that way because it, the whole time Virginia Dufresne has been saying this isn't about mm-hmm. money. This isn't about money. This is about justice. It's about having our time where I can confront him. And then all of a sudden, money's changed hands. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, do you know, yeah. like, don't get me wrong. I yes, it's it's great that they're they've both come to an agreement, but this would have once and for all really defined whether what she was saying was the truth and justice would have got done. Or vice versa. Like that's that also let's put it this way: it wasn't a criminal case. He was never going to jail. Let's put it that way: he was never ever going to jail. The end of that civil case would literally just be: is there an injun- injunction that needs to be made? And also, you owe this amount in legal fees, this amount to the the plaintiff. I think what people were expecting was like this big, massive, you know, few good men court drama. And it wasn't going to be that at all. But he never got his day where he could actually say what he thought. And then Miss Dufresne actually say no. And this is these are the receipts for that. Yeah, I think like you said, it's going to it's always going to be now his version against her version. We're never, ever going to know the truth. But what I found interesting is. I mean, obviously, we don't know this for sure, but there's no clause that we know of. Virginia Jeffrey, she could release a tell-all book. Yeah. And actually, she can make more money from bringing a book out than she would have ever got from a settlement. Now, from what my understanding is, money isn't going to her. Money is going to her charity that helps sex traffic victims. Is that correct? I've heard it's a bit of both. I've heard some money will go to the charity and she'll take... I mean, don't get me wrong. She's, at the end of the day, she's still got to pay for these legal bills, hasn't she? But you know what, though, Rach? I was actually very surprised because I was thinking that this was going to get thrown out of court because she doesn't actually live in America. She lives in Australia. Mm. If Andrew hadn't done that Newsnight interview, I think there would have been a lot more of a balanced reporting of this case I don't know whether he has done it or not but we will never know and I think as world community fans that's a very hard position to be in and in a way I kind of just wanted I wanted the clarity and I wanted the 
the courts to make up their decision now and we'll never get that as royal community fans that's really really hard not because i want to defend him at all i don't care if he if i never see him again (laughs) in the nicest way like just go get get yourself a little job that we don't have to see you in the public eye like I'm, i'm completely happy with him not being in the public eye from this point on I think that's not what he wants, is it? No. He obviously wants to come back from this and to use this as he's way back in as such. And let's also put this into perspective. It wouldn't put it past me, Rach, if he kind of slid in through the back door of something like Princess Eugenie's The Anti-Slave Collective charity. You know, she's worked so hard on getting that off the ground and is so successful in um, helping people but I just don't want him connected to any of that. I just want him to just disappear <laughs> from public life. Yeah. There's been enough damage, cataclysmic PR damage, let's put it that way. Yeah. I think another thing that came out, I think, a day or so after is people were asking, where is Andrew's money coming from? Yeah. Because when he when he was a working member of the royal family, he, he has an income of around £250,000 a year. And he also receives a £20,000 pension from the Navy, from his time in the Navy. So how is he paying for these hefty legal bills, as well as the payout to Virginia Giuffre? Now, there have been reports that £2 million has personally come from the Queen. And as I say, these are reports. They're alleged. Um, (laughs) They're alleged. They're alleged. This is speculation. But if this is true, then this instigates Her Majesty Mm. in this sordid affair. Well, it's hard, isn't it? Because obviously she's a mum, probably lending some money to her son. Yes, okay, we're talking millions here. But, you know, that tie doesn't go away just because of the situation your son gets into whether it's right or wrong is a completely different thing and I think a lot of people say well if they've got 12 million alleged in their back pocket alleged then um I feel like just alleged is a drinking game in this podcast (laughs) (laughs) and then why are we funding them why are we funding the royal the royal family Mm -hmm. and they'd be right to even think that but also they in having that opinion That is also not understanding the way in which the sovereign grant works and the way in which the the privy purse works. You know, the amount of tax they bring into the UK. So not just, I'm not talking about tourism, I'm talking about from the actual estates and how that all goes into the government and they just get a, a slice of it. And you know what? Let's also just shake this notion that the Queen needs to have zero in her bank account in order to get money from people. Yeah, I think I think the last time I had a look, she was worth something. Her personal fortune was worth something like five hundred million pounds. Exactly. But this is the thing: like, why are we pretending that she's she needs to be poor in order for the taxpayer to give her money? Like, she's the Queen. She's not gonna be skinned, is she? On the flip side of that. I just, I don't know, that argument just annoys me. <laughs> it's our whole community. I think as well with Prince Andrew, for example, when a member of the family gets married, when he married Sarah Ferguson, he was gifted a house. And we're not talking a normal house. We're talking like mansion, basically. Yeah. Country estate, Sunningdale. And he sold that a few years ago because he was in debt. And Sarah Ferguson in the past admitted that she had a loan from Jeffrey Epstein. Mm-hmm. These did. people are all connected. Although Prince Andrew is the Queen's son, 
he's not the multi-millionaire that, for instance, Prince Charles is because he doesn't have the personal income that Prince Charles has from the Duchy of Cornwall. But then, you know, there's, there, there is this, um, he's got the £17 million ski chalet. Which he's been trying to flog for years, hasn't he? He's been trying to flog for years, yes. Um, whether he has flogged it now in the recent months, who knows, Rach? I'm just, I'm sick of the back teeth fear about Prince Andrew. And I'm I'm hoping that we won't have to talk talk about him on the podcast for a good few months. We'll be seeing him in March, won't we? We, we will. He'll be at the Prince Philip Thanksgiving ceremony. He will be. Like you said, like it's his dad. He was at his funeral. Like he's not, not going to go to it just because this is all going on. People don't like the fact that they're seeing him. But then as his son, he would want to be there. But and, and I and I agree with you. Like I don't want to see him. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just fed up with him now. Yeah, I don't I don't want to see him at the Platinum Jubilee. I don't think he'll be on the balcony. I don't think he'll be anything like that. But I think he will be there for, for instance, the service at St. Paul's Cathedral. I think he'll be there for that. Yeah. I think there are certain things that we are going to see him at, but in terms of troop in the colour, he should not be in those carriages going up the mall to horse guards parades he should not be on the balcony he should not be at party of the palace but why should he not be because he's brought shame and damaged the monarchy that's what this whole year has been about like we've we've gearing up to these big celebrations and what's everyone talking about everyone's talking about andrew yeah yeah and if they're not talking about andrew they're talking about harry and i think i want to make this point Um, And I think I'm probably done with the Prince Andrew thing. But I want to make this point that the shame on the royal family is because of his connections with Epstein. It's because he continually went back to Epstein after he'd come out of jail, after he'd had the allegations, after um, he was found to be a trafficker. And his ill judgment is the reason why he's brought shame and he should have known better. Whether or not he did have sexual relations with Virginia Dufresne, we do not know because we don't have the civil law case um, that went far enough for us to get those answers. So it's still a big question mark. And he is still, even in that um, in that letter, he still didn't say, yes, this was true. He didn't actually admit anything and he still hasn't. But also, Miss Dufresne has alleged it. It doesn't mean that it was true because we don't have the court case to actually see whether what she was saying was true or not. So (laughs) it's still just as up in the air. Yeah, I mean, the only piece of evidence, and I say that in quotation marks, is that photo. But that photo could have been doctored. But also that photo she claims allegedly not to have. But we don't know whether that was just something that she said and then all of a sudden when she was in a civil court she would have just got it out of her back pocket and said ah I do have it here it is you know we just don't know that we don't know that and that's why I'm so frustrated I'm so frustrated by this situation because as a member of the royal community who loves the royal family and everything that they stand for this is going to continually be the black cloud that people will go to to a reason why there shouldn't be the royal family and it just it just makes me upset because I thought that when this civil court case came to an end at least then that cloud would disperse and it's still just going to be hanging there and that's the reason I don't want to see Prince Andrew in public life 
And I do have to just swallow the pill and just say, I know he's probably going to be at those events. And as a member of the family, he's entitled to be at those events. But again, as soon as people see him, they do, everything gets distracted from what was beautiful and celebratory about that event and the black cloud turns up. I guess that's my standing on it. Um, and yeah, that, that's all I really have to say on it, to be honest. Yeah, I think I feel exactly the same as you. You know, he's just brought so much shame and dis, distrust. Like there's certain people that don't trust what the monarchy stands for now because it's one of those things where people in power, they have enough money, they can basically sweep it under the carpet. And in a way, that's what's been done, right? But then we do have to look at it in terms of Virginia Giffray throughout this whole thing has said it was never about the money. And yet she's accepted a financial payment as financial settlement. So you, you do have to look at it at both sides. And that's not me defending Andrew whatsoever. No, that's just, that, that's literally you seeing it from both sides, Rachel. I think that's a very um, admirable thing to do, to look at it from both sides, because there might be ill intentions on both sides of things. You can't just look at it from one way. We're not saying that she's lying. We have no proof that she is lying or not. But also there is an a monetary reward now that obviously we don't know the, the amount allegedly 12 million but <laughs> do you see what i mean so i completely yeah. understand what you're saying completely get it do you think if she bought a book out you'd buy it no no i wouldn't i wouldn't buy I'd it i'd read i'd read the cliff notes on daily mail <laughs> daily. <laughs> <laughs> no but you know yeah i i understand what you're saying like you, you'd get the snippets from like the best bits of the book i guess Royal community, what do you think? What do you think about Virginia Dufresne settling with Prince Andrew over the sexual allegations? What do you think about Prince Andrew? Do you think he should now just retire from public life altogether? Do you think he'll come back? Where do you think Prince Andrew's getting his money from? Is it fair that the Queen hashtag allegedly has helped him financially through this? What are your thoughts? Do you agree with Rachel and I? How are you feeling about this? But also, I have to just give Virginia Giuffreo dues. At the end of the day, if that if that is what happens, we can't say that it has or hasn't. It didn't go to deposition. But if that was the case, then good honour. 12 million, allegedly, is an amazing amount of money to help sexual abuse victims and sex traffic victims. And I hope that really goes a long way in helping those victims to gain closure and to start a new life. And you know, to help others as well who are still stuck in it. And this should be the closure for Virginia Dufresne, but I don't think it is. Well, watch this space, as we always say, Royal Community. It's going to be one of those years, isn't it? I can just feel it in my bones. It's just going to be, I think we'll all be high from the Jubilee. And then when Harry's book comes out, everything will come crashing down. I can, I can see it now. I can see it now. Right, Royal Community, that is our episode for this week. Thank you so much for being here. If you would like to find out any links, patronages that we mentioned in the podcast today, you can find them in our show notes. Just scroll up on your phone and you'll get the show notes at the bottom. If you don't follow us on Instagram, you can at Keeping Up The Windsor's Pod. We love keeping up to date with all of you guys. We love your messages and we love talking to you. You can also email us at keepingupthewindserspod at gmail.com. And we're also on YouTube. Just search Keeping Up The Windsors. There's a lot of us out there, people. <laughs> yes, you can. You, yeah, everything's free, remember. But if you'd like to support us, feel free to um, head on over to Kofi and buy us a coffee there. 
Thank you so much for being here, Royal Community. We are nearly close to a year doing this, Rachel. We've got a, a nice special coming up on our anniversary, haven't we? Yay! I can't believe it's been a year. <laughs> Where's the time gone? So much has happened. It's absolutely just jam-packed, isn't it? Royal stuff this year. Um, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being part of the Royal Community. We will see you next week on Keeping Keep Up with the Windsors. Windsors.